What about Ryan Hurd? Dude, he's awesome. <laughs> that was fun. That was a ton of fun. It was man. so much fun. I mean, I caught myself just like starry eyed, cross legged to his stories. It's fun to like not know anything about a dude. Literally, we have not spoken to that guy Ever. not on a microphone until the end of that podcast. Yeah, no, I, yeah, <laughs> we was, started it, off talking on the microphone. Yeah, and, and that was part of the thing. Dan said, "Hey, turn it on, and let's let's get to know him over over the microphone." Yeah. And I've never I've never done that before, and that was really interesting because everything he was saying, I was learning, you know, yeah. learning about him. That was awesome. And I didn't know he was such an avid hunter. He like, is. He like, cares a lot about it. Absolutely. Yeah, very. And, and not even like just the sport of it, but the the food side of it. And yeah. The, you know. The, I thought that was interesting when he said. Uh, that takes your that takes it to another level for me. Like yeah. if you care about the preparation and the animal and respect, you know, like. Yeah. You know, and, and the way you cook it and handle it, that takes, for me, that puts you on another level. I completely agree. I was blown away. Super cool guy. Super cool podcast. It's so, good to be back. It's um, good to be back. I feel like we need to explain our absence a little bit. Our dad had uh, a double bypass surgery. I have a little girl about to be born in probably four or five weeks, which well, is crazy. Yeah. Um, and we are never going to let this podcast come in front of our um, families or our jobs. No. And so we had uh, we had some writing stuff going on there too we were gone for a week or so week mm-hmm. and a half um working and just schedules never really meshed to to get somebody in and me and dan were a part a lot of that <sighs> we also ruined town. we also ruined that twra podcast we also had a great twra podcast we also had a great twra podcast that yeah something happened with the but he's gonna come back he's gonna do it again yeah, something happened with the Apollo, and it didn't work. What are those you got on your head right there, Dan? Well, they are Blue Otter Watugas that you can have if you wanted to visit blueotterpolarized.com. You can get whatever you want. They've actually got some big boy styles now. Oh, like really? For, for large-headed dudes like myself. Nice, nice. I saw the new uh, color frames, I mean lenses they've got. Yeah. Ray had some on. and the green I was, ones? And yeah, oh, they look sharp. Sharp. They look real sharp. Blue Otter, um, still pool time. Still got to pool. My pool is the clearest it's ever been. Yep. Been showing that on Instagram. Been showing it off a little bit. Uh, I can now, when I lose my sunglasses in the pool, I can find them. <laughs> because my eyes suffer without those Watugas on them. I'm ruined, man. Dude, I don't ruined. know where I was the other day. And you've been at the beach recently. Yeah. I don't know where I was the other day. I walked outside and I was like, hey. And had to turn right back around. I can't do it. Turn right back around. Every single time. I don't want to feel lonely. You got to make me change my mind. I think you're singing the wrong melody then. You got to make me change my mind. Something like that, right? Isn't that? Give me one reason to stay here. And I turn my back around. Turn my back around. Give me one reason to stay here. And I turn my back around. Right back around. Turn my back around. And I don't want to leave you lonely. Let you change my mind. You got to make me change. You knew all those words and didn't know that? Yeah. 
You gotta make me change my mind Hard, she said Remember that part? Hard, she said I don't wanna leave you lonely You gotta make me change my mind <laughs> God, we're so dumb Blue waters, man Ryan Hurt, thanks for coming on. It's good You're to be awesome. back. It's good to be back. Hey, we're oh, gonna oh. have a. Uh, we got some more people coming on. Great lineups coming up. Um, we will have to. The baby's coming. So the baby's we might, coming. We dude, might nothing. do like a month of until Liza Jane gets here. Something like that. Who knows? We'll Deer see. season will be in. Have you done anything? Velvet Hunt, dude. I got a hammer on camera. Velvet Hunt is this weekend. Just dude, we're gonna be in the tree stand this weekend. It's gonna be hot in that tree stand. It's all right. Love y'all. Thanks for listening. Enjoy this podcast around her. Every blessing, every sin, it all came from him. Every letter in my last name, every habit I can't break. Like my Tennessee to drink in the temperate. I think it's working. So we're supposed to be um, podcasting with Ryan Hurd, but so far he's just completely big time on his and yeah. on his phone. He's like oh, walking. He's walking. He's not walking. You can hear him. <laughs> we don't. This is the first time we ever met Ryan, but we yeah. just decided to record. And Dude, he's way taller than I thought. Yeah. In real, he life, looks important. Like on the phone, he looks like he could be an underwear model. <laughs> He's yeah. fine. He's fine. Oh, he's fine. I'm going to get a drink of water. Okay. <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah. Dang, I forgot to do the start thing. What start thing? I'll just start it right now. Yeah. You want me to? Or just wait until? Just do it now. Oh, Sorry. look who's here. Mr. Important. Sorry. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> we recorded. It was like a, like a drive over phone call and it got real long. Got Y'all need to shake hands or something. Y'all ain't even met yet. Oh. We'll do it again. Dude, How are you guys? You're way taller in real life. Thanks for letting me talk on your <laughs> podcast about killing stuff. We're already recording. We were like, hey, let's just start it and then they'll have to listen to this. All right. I'm assuming since your friends you are really high. Yeah, you got headphones. I'm assuming since you're friends with Joey Hyde, we can like screw around with you and stuff, right? Uh, no. Are you super serious? Uh, very serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take this moment. He's, when you Are can, we recording? Yeah, dude. Oh, good. Yeah, it's fine. It's gonna be, this is uh, easy. Well, I appreciate I like the podcast. You listen to it? Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, when I see people I know on it, I like it. Who'd you yeah. listen to so far? Uh, Hardy. Yeah. He was cool. He was cool. Couple we, other dudes. We kind of knew each other. We written together before. Yeah. So it wasn't like, um, it wasn't weird. I guess y'all hadn't. No, I didn't know him. He's from the same. Mississippi. I mean, he knows. You got a lot all that. that. You yeah. listened to the podcast. Yeah. Did you listen to anybody that wasn't cool? Uh, no. I mean, they're all cool. It's like a fun thing. It's it's 
Whatever. How do you not get excited about talking about like deer hunting and stuff? So. <laughs> dude, that's what I'm talking about, dude. Lot, hey, you got a water sitting over there to your right. Perfect. If you want it. Um, yeah, I, I was like, dude, let's just start recording and just literally not even, let's do the whole get to know each other thing. All right. Yeah. That, I think because that, that's a part that like everybody misses. Like, I agree. You know, like they don't get to see that a lot. Because they we're always like, hey, what's up? We start talking, we chit chat, and then we have to do it again on here. Yeah, I probably would have done it a little different. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm honest. Be honest. That's the, that's the best part about this. Yeah, I would have come in with a different, uh, would have led with something different. I was like, hey, let's just start rolling, and hopefully we won't record whoever he's talking to on the phone. No, we can totally stop if we need to stop. No, please. <laughs> Continue on. Uh, continue on. Hey, where yeah. are you from? Michigan. Really? I was born in Chicago, so I claim Chicago. My whole family's from Chicago, and then I grew up in southwest Michigan, which is halfway between Chicago and Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Kalamazoo. I, we have, like, I grew up on a lake. Uh, and uh, Dang, what lake? It's a tiny little lake, kind of like 20 minutes from Lake Michigan. And uh, we grew up, like, water skiing and... We, awesome. did, we did that. the same thing. Like we grew tubing up tubing and stuff what did we like grow that. Ten minutes from a lake. Ten minutes from a lake, but we were God, five minutes from the river. I mean, yeah. so we we like I learned how to wakeboard on the river, and two we started tubing on the on the river too. Are but then a, we got into houseboats. Are you a kneeboarder? Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Could you ever do anything on the kneeboard? Well, like I guess everybody thought it was cool, like do the spin, like oh, the three sixty yeah. spins. Yeah. I remember my take, yeah. the, take the fins off. Yeah, I could go both ways, dude. You could totally get chicks if you could spin on a kneeboard for sure. I never, you know who could, the one person I've ever seen do a uh, barrel roll is Crotz. He's crazy, though. <laughs> he was good. That dude is crazy. He was like the best kneeboarder. If there's like a best at kneeboarding, he was it. I got a guy that I, that he was literally born the same day I was. Yeah. In the same hospital. Like, his mom helped deliver me. She was a nurse. And then had him. It was crazy. And so we've known each other literally since the day we were born. But, dude, this guy is on a completely... Another planet than we live on. Like when he leaves me voicemails, he'll speak in like Arabic or he'll be like Hispanic. He'll just fake as like different people every time. And then like when I call him, he'll act like he's an operator and he'll do like to habla espanol, marque tres or whatever. And I'll have to push a button and like go through codes to get to him. Oh, wow. Just a completely. When I call my high school buddies, I, I we always pretend like we're a teacher from high school in <laughs> their voice. All right, give me a teacher. I don't. I they might find this. I don't know. I don't know who's gonna listen to. It. I don't want to. Probably not your buddies. Blow from high my school. cover. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so it's like a no. You it's, fake it. No, but I don't want to like. I don't want any of my teachers from high school to like listen to me say like, <laughs> oh, I totally do those so and so from. Whatever on my buddy's voice, man. That's awesome. Yeah. We talked about because I respect them all deeply. There That's you right. go. Me too. I would never make fun of them. Right. Never. Education is for real. Yeah. Do you have um, a lot of buddies from high school you're still friends with? Yeah, like four or five really close. I ones. think that's a solid number. I don't have that many. Well, I, I don't have... live in my hometown anymore either. So sure. I feel like if you stay, you, that number is pretty high. I if, think that's a high number. If you don't like, for me, it's like you know, I got you know, they're kind of all over the country now, but a couple of them are still at home and. Um, but yeah, like yeah, see him whenever I could, you know, go back. Yeah, that's about it. You go back a lot, just because we still have a lake house up there. Like my whole family lives in Nashville now. Oh, so that's awesome. We uh, that's been easy. I that's moved here first for college, and then just stayed and started writing songs. And then um, my 
brother moved here next after college, and he became a financial planner. There's a difference between financial planner and advisor, and whatever. There's just, really, yeah, I don't know what it is. But oh, okay, I was about to ask you because I kind of got to get one of those. I think. Yeah, but hey, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Well, I don't know. You rich or something? No, rich? dude. <laughs> I just don't want to go to jail. That's all I care oh, about. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not like to, that's an accountant. You just need one of those. Yeah, that's what I need. Okay. You just need an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so by I pay, thought it was the same thing. Your taxes, <laughs> exactly. They're similar. They they do stuff. They shave, wear collars, work polos, yeah, yeah vineyard yeah. vines, uh-huh. probably. So I know uh, your sister in law, Jordan Kirk. Do you really? Well, I, I know I know Jordan Hurt now. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys but go just, to college together? No, she grew up in Selmer, which you, was like fifteen wait, how minutes. How are you doing? How do you know? What? This what? is a real thing. Yeah. Selmer, so, Tennessee. Selmer. Well, so we're no, from Savannah. We're, we're, we're 15 minutes from, yeah, we're from, from Selmer. Yeah, we're from Savannah. But how do you know her? My brother is married to this Jor- girl to named Jordan Kirk. Pickles, Pickles' old girlfriend. I got it, dude. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. I, I know. Who's Pickles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pickles. Um, I've, no, I've never actually met. Did he go to the MTSU too? Zach? No, he, was, he went to college in uh, Minnesota. <laughs> That's right. And then when he moved down here, he was hanging out with me and my friends and then he knows Jordan through Aaron S. Heiss. Yeah. Love Aaron. Aaron's wife is Jessica Turry. Jessica S. Oh, okay. And then Jessica's sister is Jordan, Jordan Turry. Turry. That's and right. And Jordan Turry's roommate is Jordan Kirk. So we were all at MTSU together. This is thrilling content. Thrilling Sorry. content. It'll yeah. be fun, though. Whatever. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so like nine people are like, oh, I know them. Yeah. yeah. So my eye has been twitching for like three days. You think your eye's falling out? I don't know. Over? I've been drinking a lot of water. That's good. Whatever, tired. You have been drinking a lot of water? Not enough. <laughs> Drink some, dude. Not enough. Let me tell you what happened to my... Uh, I wish I would have taken a screenshot of your eye when you FaceTimed me that night. I did. Good for you. I took a screenshot. I'll show it to you. Posting that. Man, I don't know about that. But it was... So I was bush hogging, and, uh, dude, something got in it, and, uh, oh, God, here it is. <laughs> This is really my face. Like, I'm not closing my eye. It's pretty sexy. <laughs> you see that? Let me tell you what happened, dude. I'd I, get on that. I'm just dude, saying, I've had. How can you resist that right there? I've had some eye. That itchy rolls things. over? I've had some eye itchy things happen before. But me my. Too. Dude, the tissue around my pupil pushed out and it sunk my. I guess this is my iris. I don't really know if you know this for 100%. But you could say it felt like this was happening. No, dude. I called Jack, FaceTime our brother-in-law and said, "Is my eye, I thought my eye was fixing to pop out of my head, dude. It was. It pushed my contact loose. Don't say I'm lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm not lying. That, that, that that's, a pretty, that's a pretty bold statement. Anyway, three days. Three days it was swollen and weird and itched. Did you write while you were? Yeah. One day. One day. I took the other day off because it was the first day I did. It was just too bizarre. I mean, it was like freaked some folks out. Huh. I didn't anyway. I didn't know the white could swell, but it can swell. So many to get. It that. does not sexy. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Do y'all know what that? Uh, do y'all know what that's called in your eye? The white part. Oh, Reed was going to be an optometrist until he couldn't pass physics. Physics, and so Dude, screw physics, man. He tells the story every podcast. I know. It's just conjunctiva. And here you are writing songs. There you go. When did you start writing songs? Uh, I've always done been around music. Like me, like I grew up in Michigan, and Aaron and I grew up together. Aaron S. Heiss and I, and then 
Like same hometown, grew up together? Yeah, like same church, same high school. Come on, man. He's awesome, man. He is awesome. Since we were like 11 years old. I love that guy. And then he, I moved, I'm a year older, and I went to college at Belmont, and then he came the next year, and I immediately was like, I don't want to do music, because everybody here does music, so I'm going to do something contrarian, so I did, I ended up getting a sociology degree, and he did production stuff there, and so after college, I was like, man, I think I want to try to write songs again, and then I just started writing songs with Aaron, and then met Joey Hyde, met Matt McGinn. Joey told me you had an interesting interesting story about uh, how you went in and out of music along the way. I guess. I mean, I I just, when I was at school, I was like, I'm going to do school, and so I had I got a double major at Belmont Dang, in sociology smart, and econ. Smart guy over here, dude. And I was going to go to Michigan or Wisconsin for graduate school, and then I just realized how lame graduate school was. <laughs> I was like, I cannot pull the trigger on this because I was going to do urban planning or at Michigan or rural sociology at Wisconsin, which are very opposite things. But those okay. are my two opportunities. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, like, me too. Is, I'll be sure and look those up after the podcast. This is not something I want to do. Yeah. And so I just kind of stuck around and started like doing like statistics work on a contract basis at a Methodist organization. <laughs> this is crazy. In, uh, it's not, I don't know. It's just, it's, no one, everyone has this story. Though. It's the hustle, man. It's Absolutely. Like, you know, getting your foot in the door. And then for sure, I... Did that job on a like I didn't have any hours, so I could write during the day, so I could show up at seven, leave at ten thirty, write from eleven to three, and then like go home and finish up, and finish all the crap that yeah. they had me doing, which was good work. I mean, it just so I could do that, and then I'd have my, and then I got a publishing deal at Universal, which was I mean that's everybody's dream, right? When they oh, start absolutely. just yeah. getting the deal. Yeah. And so but I kept this contract job until I had like my first number one song. Nobody knew I did it. Hustler dude. But I would you know, I just I was like, man, I wanna I, until I'm like real whatever. For whatever reason I can't awesome, do man. the ground. Absolutely. And uh so yeah, that was how I kinda got in my foot in the door. And what then, was your first number one? Lonely Tonight for Blake Sheldon. Awesome. Great yeah. song. It was really neat, man. I, yeah. How long did you do the contracting thing? A long know, time. Like, no, I got like three years. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Not like ten years. Nothing like nothing like. Yeah. You hear those stories. I don't have like a like a movie right. of a you know like the the grind thing. Yeah. No, there you hear guys like I don't know. I think about like someone like Jeff Middleton who like wrote so many songs and and did the road thing with the Dirt Drifters and then with Josh and then got out of it and then all of a sudden he had like a massive massive hit like that's that to me is like a storybook yeah you know like songwriting absolutely experience like for me it was like no i just i just i didn't dive i just kept my toe i just straddled the line a little bit dude i don't think that's not interesting though well it's the same as somebody having like like bartending at night or on the weekends i just did it in the morning yeah that's the only thing (laughs) yeah you're just a responsible human about it i don't know whatever I think that's cool, man. Dad, do you guys have a phone charger in here? Uh, it's okay if you don't. Here you go. You want this thing? Actually, yeah. There's one. Wait, what phone do you have? iPhone. Yeah, it'll fit it. Did you just I break mean, that? Uh, hold on. Try that thing. I just did. Hey, cool content. <laughs> For sure. This thing works. I never used one. Yeah, just slide. Try it in there, uh, bro. lift the top back. Like, uh, no. Actually, he's got a little phone. It'll probably just fit right in there. I got a little guy. Yeah. Does it fit on there? 
It seems like it might. Yeah. Charm. Thank you. Heck yeah. yeah no worries, dude. Maybe I, I gotta get one of those. Yeah, I gotta get one of those too. I they're just awesome. Bought, I just borrowed it too. How much is that? They're they're like about a hundred bucks. Dude, you paid a hundred dollars for that? Yeah, it's worth it. I mean, like my phone really doesn't die. That's pretty cool. My phone dies. I know. My phone's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you rather today? Brad Tercy and uh, Paul the Giovanni. Man, awesome. we love Brad. I don't know Paul. I'm sure I'd love him too. They're both. I mean, Brad and I started writing together before either one of us had any number ones, or he was even in an old. I remember him telling me, "I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna join up with Matt Ramsey." Us too. Us too. Yeah, I totally remember. We that. went and saw the showcase at Twelfth uh, and Porter. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Yeah. It was. Uh, do you remember that band when they were called Ramsey? I do not. I heard. I've heard they, of that, but I never saw Matt, it. Matt know them. Matt did. It was mostly just Matt. He would do a. I think Jeff and, and Wit were in it. I'm not sure that Trevor was doing it. Mm. But they would do a residency at Blue Bar every week. <laughs> and it was during Whiskey Jam. It was oh Monday gosh. night. So, really? like, you'd go watch Ramsey. <laughs> and then you'd go back and you'd watch. You'd go to Whiskey Jam. Right. But it'd be yeah. like, you'd want to go see Matt play because it was always awesome. Yeah. And you had no idea what was going on at, you know. That was back like the wild west of Whiskey Jam before yeah. before yeah. it was. You who was going to be there? And you remember that? I yeah, do. totally. I do remember that. Tercy, uh, did you ever hear the story? Oh, no. Do you remember this? Help me tell this exactly correct. Wait, which one? So Tercy, we all we all bought sailboats like at this one time. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, that was when we were big buddies. So. Are you talking about the story of, of Brad? Falling off the sailboat? Yes, dude. You know that story? Oh, my God, yeah. It's a beautiful... Do you know the story? I don't know. I thought I was going to... The deer... Ter, my turkey no, deer story. No, probably already... Have you told that on here? I don't know that... He I, would laugh for I don't know that, that I have. Probably would. So, Brad takes his boat out in the fall, and he... By himself... By himself, which you're not supposed to do when you're sailing, I found out. <laughs> and he's... I've bucketed that boat out many times. <laughs> it so, was... Yeah. yeah, I have too. He yeah. always caught... We have... I, we I had, lived right there I, and at... On you did? I have a boat there. I just oh, sold cool. it. We lived on... Yeah, yeah, I lived we off lived Edoc, there. like on the on a houseboat. That's where my boat was. We, li- is. we literally lived there for five years. Yeah. Five years? On yeah. a boat. Yeah. Yeah. And just grinded. Broke the grind. Yeah. How long have you not been in a boat? Four. Four years. Four or five years. You guys lived together on a boat for... F- we slept in the same bed till high school, bro. <laughs> We had a stuffed Dude, animal snake that we used to put between us, and if you crossed over, the that other one like got to hit we the other fi- one. We were like five years old. I'm just saying that's the I, I'm the grind, bro. It's the grind. We we're from like the grinding at five. You guys had <laughs> yeah, so right. cheap rent, two hundred bucks a month. Yeah, a sorry, four hundred bucks a month. We split it, but like you had internet. The trouble is, it's like TV. Awesome. We had direct TV. It's awesome for dudes to live on a boat, but when but, girls start getting involved, it gets squirrely quick. Because yeah. if like they come over and they're like, "Oh my god, you live on a boat? That's so cool." Once. Yeah, and then it's like, or a few times they got it's freezing yeah. in here, or like the toilet it's most terrible in here, yeah. or like, like <laughs> oh what I can't take a pee, you know what I mean? Like we can just step outside and do what we need to do, but like for girls, it's a it's a whole a whole other a whole new world. So yeah. anyway, like, hey, I'm gonna put this in the oven. We're like, oh, we don't. Homeboy have one. takes his boat out, somehow falls off the boat. Brad falls nice in his khakis. I'm sure he had a unbuttoned polo down to his belly, button. and he's like in the winter watching it. It's in like the fall. yeah, he's watching his boat just. Sail, sail away, right. Randy Newman style, <laughs> and then he turns around. He he he's he like swimming. I, I gotta, I guess, get to shore, and then I'll figure out what to do with my crashed boat. Was he out there in the middle of Priest? Yeah, yeah, dude. 
And all of a sudden, right he, just, that island. Yeah. he sees his boat start doing a, like a loop. And he's like, what? <laughs> and it does this loop, the slow loop. And all of a sudden, he realized this boat's coming straight back for me. Dude. So he's watching his boat, and, and like pretty soon, it's coming straight at him, and it's hauling ass. <laughs> so he's like, oh, my God, this is my only chance to like... I got to do this. I got to try. Yeah, man. Yeah. And this thing's like 12 or 13 knots coming right at him. And he says it's the most physical exertion he's ever used in his life but this boat he like catches this boat in the chest with his arms up manages to get his hands like on the side like basically i don't know if it's called a gunnel on a sailboat but he gets his like fingertips up and he goes it's like the most physical exertion i've ever used to pull myself soaking wet with all my clothes on onto the deck of this sailboat oh my god basically like get like everything to where it was like whatever no yeah. longer engaged yeah yeah he's just laying there <laughs> but uh, by himself yeah oh my god Turn those up. moments dude by yourself are insane what's the moment you're thinking of uh i have one i mean like go ahead and tell yours well i mean it's not like i physically exerted myself or anything but i remember when i was young and hunting with dad and i parked the three-wheeler up on the hill this in wayne county yeah and I was like walking around the hill and I looked back and the three wheeler was gone. And I ran back over there and it was doing 40 miles an hour down the hill in neutral and just smashed a tree and went like rolling. And we're like, dude, our dad was a baddest preacher, man. He was like super hardcore. And I was like, I saw it just flipping like hitting trees and stuff. And I was like, there was plastic flying. And I was like, dude, my life is, oh, I'm about to, he's going to kill my body so i went down there and got it and like tried to straight and, like, <laughs> and the in the strength that you have in those moments is like it's pretty crazy it's pretty incredible man. so i like i remember being like 10 12 years old and bending the handlebars, handlebars back, back without him knowing I've done that a few times and i guess we had i think donnie kill was there so like nobody he just like either didn't mention it but turns out he totally knew i wrecked it he just never they always s- do said anything about it did i wreck so many four-wheelers what was your moment well, I, I thought when, about... When the, you blacked out every time you wrecked a four-wheeler? He would always say, I blacked out. I'm like, dude, you did not pass out. He'd be like, I did, I passed out. I don't have great luck on four-wheelers, period. That was the way he got out of trouble. Yeah, and he, I've had that moment like on, on a Sea-Doo before. Same kind of lake situation where you jump a jump and I've hit the Sea-Doo and like fall off the side of the Sea-Doo. Like out until then you're like, oh my God. And like you're kind of coming back and you got to swim all the way to it. And you're just freaking out by yourself. If you're you're done, yeah, like, freaking out by yourself, I guess is what it's, it's kind of scary. I had one, yes. and I uh, was a junior. I just finished my junior year of college, and I had a couple of buddies who were like, "Let's drive to Alaska." What? And I was like, "Let's go!" So we drove to Alaska. <laughs> Wish I'd have done something like Dude, that. Dude, her is cool. You man. should still do I heard it. that. No, I'm serious. I knew you were so saving I, that. I drove <laughs> to Alaska when I was 21 years old, and we went and worked on an oyster farm. Dude, and so basically, you drove five days to Homer, Alaska. Okay. So you go. How'd you go? Yeah. And what'd uh, you drive? What vehicle is it? A this? Nissan Pathfinder. My friend Carson Leverett, who's uh, Danelle Leverett, who's married to Jason Reeves. Jason Reeve. Jason Reeve. From Gone West. Oh, my gosh. I remember that. The two of them, it's, it's Jason and Danelle, and it's Colby and her husband huh. in Gone West. Gotcha. So I went to Alaska with Danelle's brother, Carson, because gotcha. we were- Went to college together, and another guy named Rich Candler, who's from Georgia, 
and we we took it Carson's Nissan, Nissan Pathfinder, and we drove basically through uh, South South Dakota to Wyoming to Montana to Alberta to BC Yukon, gotcha, Alaska. I mean, it takes you two days to get to Montana. Yeah, so if I, we would drive. Yeah. So we drove. Did you have first, a plan or did you just kind of like, let's just see? Kind of. We knew we would, could work on the oyster farm. There you go. And see, that was like when we got there, we knew we'd have like a place to sleep and something to eat. Yeah, yeah that's eat. all you yeah. yeah. And it was on a shelter was, and food. Yeah. I could spend all day talking about this. We, Please. Dude, we got we had the of time. best time. But we drove, first day, night we slept in the Badlands, South Dakota. Balling. In a call, in your vehicle? Just tents. We had yeah. tents and sleeping bags. And then we drove through uh, the Black Hills. And then we got into. Wyoming, then we got into Montana. Mm-hmm. That's the, just the Rocky Mountains, and then you get past the Rocky Mountains in Montana. It's just flat, really, and it's flat. See, we've been to the Rocky Mountains, we've never been past it. So it's just all wheat fields, huh. and then you get into like the Canadian Rockies in Alberta. Once you get past Calgary, and then that's like Banff and Jasper National Park. Yeah, really? Yeah. How far was that area you're talking about from so Montana? We stayed, like that was night two, I believe was we had stayed in Canada. So was, you can drive across the country and get to Canada in two days? Uh, yeah, like Calgary, yeah. Wow. I think. If I'm not mistaken, that's where we stayed in. Kananaskis National Park. Okay. Which is the one south of Banff. Okay. Uh, and then Banff turns into Jasper. Okay. And then you get into, like, the sticks out in western Canada. Gosh, and then man. we stayed. That's awesome. That's crazy. The, this this third night we stayed in a place I am not shitting you called Lake Ilga. It was right when you get onto the uh, Alcan Highway, so it's like the Alaska Canada Highway. Mm-hmm. Heard of this? Uh, uh yeah. Um, and you, <laughs> it used to be you had to like ration your gas and get like five gallon like extra fuel for your car. You don't have to do that anymore, but yeah, uh, <laughs> they so like we are all pumped that we like are in on the highway and we're like let's just like camp before dark and we didn't it was memorial day weekend here well they don't have like never even thought of that well they don't have like like mem- like memorial july day 4th. Well, they just they don't have july 4th <laughs> their holidays are not like military holidays like okay. we have they're just like they call it long weekend wow which i think is kind of, kind of it's like no it's just start of the summer <laughs> So they, we're like, hey, where can we camp? We're trying to stay at like places you're supposed to camp and yeah. not just like squat on people's land. But <laughs> every single place, we try like three or four places and they're all full because it was a holiday weekend. And gotcha. All of a sudden you see like this tiny little tent. Like it was like a road sign. It was a tent and it said left. And it, we just like, like a movie, like. You just turned left. <laughs> turned left on this logging road. We went like two miles back into the woods and it opened up into this beautiful lake. And then. We just, which is like Ilga, I'm saying. Lake Ilga on long weekend in Canada, and we stumbled upon this bachelor party. They called it a three stag. It was a triple bachelor party, and like we have the American dream here. Well, the Canadian dream is like a heavy duty, like twenty five hundred diesel truck with a fifth wheel pulling a camper with two like four wheelers on top of the tr- like truck bed like Let's so go. these dudes are all like they're jump- this they're like hammered jumping four wheelers and there's like a 6 foot bonfire and campers everywhere and Canada sounds awesome so like, all weekend at least one of the dudes that I was traveling with like threw up in his tent that night and been there so then we went 
and we stayed the next night in a we went through the Yukon the next day and we camped at a place called Marsh Lake in the Yukon which is amazing. We're not even to the oyster farm yet and I'm no, blown and away. We finally get we get to Anchorage and we stayed in Anchorage night 4 and then I think night 5 we were in Homer. Yeah. Um I can't remember where we stayed there. I think we but then we got taken to a like seven miles across the bay. What do you mean taken? Were y'all driving? Like Liam like, Neeson style taken? Like a no, we got in a skiff and went to oh, the oyster okay. farm, which yeah. was in a little gotcha. bay called Kachamak Bay. Yeah. I, I, across familiar with that. Seven miles from Homer. And we sat there for a couple weeks and we just like for three or four hours we'd like go get the oysters and like knock the barnacles off of them and then like it was just the middle, like there'd be like a moose that would just like walk up to like it was a pirate village. We stayed on like a forty-two foot halibut boat, and we just like did shut. they know you were coming? Yeah, how'd you, yeah. How'd you get the hook up? Yeah. It's just like, like a work or? exchange program okay. on the internet, and like we just stayed. There's a forty-two foot halibut boat, and we just would like crash on this boat, and then we'd wake up, and we'd like get some work a little bit, and something. then drink a little beer, and then. <laughs> We'd like go sell them in town if we wanted to. We'd trade them for salmon or something if like a boat came by. Dude, had a great time. That is that's epic story. That's awesome. Yeah. So my story that I'm talking we after we did this. There's another one. We wanted to hike. So I'm talking about like my scary story. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot we were. And it was May. Sorry. No, it's great. You great storyteller. That's one of the coolest stories I've had on this. So it was May. It was May, and we had no idea what we were doing. At this point, how long had you been there? A couple weeks. How long did you stay in? I stayed there for like over a month. God, how much did you get paid? Zero dollars. Yeah, he's breaking even, man. You're just yeah. going for the experience, gotcha. pretty much. Yeah, they just let us stay and whatever, and they didn't make us work that hard, but they'd feed us. They fed us like blacktail. When you say they, like was the it guy like a... who owned the little farm? Okay, he said blacktail, dude. That's awesome. Was it good? I've never had it. It's like uh, whitetail. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it's great. Same just venison thing. meat. Because you know, then, mule deer and whitetail are completely loose, different. Tasting. Yeah, they had moose pate. Moose liver pate, Ooh, yeah, which was super rich and good, yeah, and um, yeah, everything was fun. Then they would <laughs> trade awesome. oyster. We had oysters. I'm a huge oyster fan, and I started because we we they just had cold water oysters that were so good up there. So now, like Marin and I are hugely into oysters all the time. Hmm. Uh, it's kind of like one thing we bonded on when we started dating. But I I remember we we started we want like hey we we wanted to fish. We I was into fly fishing at the time, and we wanted to do like a, a big hike before we went back and so we found this pass that was like 25 miles over like two like huge mountain passes and we could hitch back to our car and it was so wild and so fun but we started hiking and like a, a lot of stuff happened that I pro- I don't really want to get into because it was it was just a memory that I'll always have that it just makes me laugh to this day but we got wait why don't you want to get into this it's just long man okay, like okay, okay. we had one dude who's like like didn't buy good boots and his feet like he had to like walk back barefoot back like two miles back to the car to get his gym shoes yeah but that's like a serious thing that, that people don't Super even think about man and then he like sat on the bear mace and it like <laughs> sprayed him in the face it was like so many like and like your cell phone sort of worked so that, like you knew he wasn't dead but then like you heard him it was like tons of stuff like that were happening <laughs> yeah. where like you just yeah but we started like seriously hiking the next day and we had backpacks and whatever and i had shoes and your, your, your boots and we thought like oh we're just like we're gonna fish this lake maybe we'll catch something if we don't we got something to eat yeah. or whatever in our backpacks yeah. and we start like getting up like to where like plateaus like in this pass and we realize like it's still winter up here so like oh this in some, may in may holy like creeping up on june mm. and like okay so i'm like all right 
And it's like kind of like there's some snow up here, okay. And then you're like, <laughs> it's now ankle deep. And then eventually it's like we're like trudging through like yeah. waist deep snow for a mile, thinking like, <sighs> oh, it's gonna get better. And then you like look at a map and you're like, it doesn't like this. It's this elevation for the next like eight <laughs> miles. But it was like, and the sun was like, it's sun goes down for like an hour. So it must have been like 10 o'clock at night because the sun was like sort of going down. Yeah. And I just remember being like, this is very unsafe. And yeah. I, I felt like for the first, the only time in my entire life, like white kid from Chicago. Sure. Like the only time in my life I've ever been like, I'm a little like nervous for my <laughs> life at this point. Oh, like this is not. Yeah, I'd have been freaking. Like I'm in like waist deep snow. And I've been in waist deep snow for a mile. Yeah. And the sun's about to go down and there's no, like, this is, like, very stupid planning and very right. dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, like, we just trudged all the way back. And by the time it got dark for an hour, we had, like, found, like, one spot in some pine trees where you could, like, pitch a tent and, like, go to bed and then, like, <laughs> like walk back down the stupid hill to our car. And then, like, we always went to, like, some bar in Homer and... Drank a bunch of beers. <laughs> they would make their own beer up there, though, and they would they would grow their own weed too, and in, yeah. ga- in gallon bags. But they like, they're like it's homegrown in Homer, and you're like, oh my god, this I, I'm a 21 year old kid from wow, dude. You know, like, I'd never seen anything like that. My parents bought me they they bought me a sleeping bag. They're like, please come home. <laughs> there you go. Like they had no idea what to do with me. Like they knew I like, couldn't really stop me. They're yeah. good parents, but yeah. they're also terrified. Like, yeah, go do your thing, but like, please come home. Like, I think here. our parents are probably like that. Like they were kind of. They did nervous. not want me to do this. Yeah, but yeah. I, that's what I did for that summer. And uh, but they would brew yeah. their own beer. Do you remember Sobe? The yeah, yeah. The, the juice mm-hmm. drink. Absolutely. You'd be like, I'll have a such and such, and they would give you like a home like a home brew in a Sobe bottle, in the bar. That's wow. awesome. Coolest it story ever. The heard. Wild West up there. You I, think it's still like that? Oh yeah. No question about it, dude. I would love to just go experience that. And I, the one thing I did, I did learn about like the blacktail hunts up there, though. That I had just started deer hunting, and I was all ate up by it, and I still am. But they, they, like the idea that you could go get four blacktail bucks in a weekend, like they, and it was like all like canoe based, or like, like they take their boats, and it's all like, you'd sleep on the boat, and then like go hunt all day, and then come back and. You just see pictures of these blacktail bucks just like pile on the side of a fishing boat. Right. It was just like, that's what I want to do. And I've never done it. I'd love to someday. Dude, we should do that. I'm in. Can we just fly up there? You I fly, mean, you get f- blacktail tags and figure it out? Y- yeah, but it's not. Wait, is it Alaska? Because there's some certain ways to acquire uh, sorry, acquire tags acquire. there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, okay. I just know I'm going to do some research. I now. would go with an outfitter just. If you could, because I don't want to get on Kodiak Island and just have no idea what I'm doing. Exactly. Sure. Again. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm clearly not good at Alaska. I got thrown out of a bar there in Soldotna, Alaska. Because Please tell it. No, year, tell it. Yeah. I was 21 years old, and I just, I didn't really know how to drink. And yeah. so I just, we were in a town, and it was like a, a rough bar like the only bar in this tiny little fishing town right fishing village and i just remember like getting picked up off the toilet and tossed out in the street like <laughs> see you later kid like eh, <laughs> probably deserve that like you're not allowed to sleep in here like yeah what <laughs> i love but it was dude i i i loved that trip i cannot wait to go back to alaska 
Man, that is a. It's been too long. That's awesome, man. That's a great story. Yeah, you're welcome for that I, one. I want to go. I want. I want to go to Alaska real bad. Yeah, we've never been. Well, I think it's just sort of like everybody's, for whatever reason. It is like the last. I think it, it's the last wild place for whatever. Like they're still not a still not a ton of people up there and. Like the mountains are like twice as big as the Rockies, and God, see like, that's how I felt about going to Montana for the first time. For sure, well, Montana, the mountains are twice as big as Colorado, so right. it's just like it. It is. It is amazing how much like how the more north you go, man, we love Montana. The bigger it gets. I've I've never really hung out. I've just driven through. I've played shows there, and but I've never really like that's the wildest west that I've ever seen. Oh. And, and that's that's awesome to hear you say that like it. Like I, I was hoping you were going to reference the Rockies when you're talking about Colorado. I mean Canada, because going from Tennessee and and then seeing South Dakota for the first time, you're like, oh man. And then going from Tennessee and seeing Montana for the first time, you're like, holy. See, we've hunted all those states you talked about. The first time I ever heard about you guys was from Joe though, and he's like, check out my buddy. Who's he, Joe? Joey. Joey High. High. Oh yeah. Okay. And it was this photo of you guys with this moose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's man. like, my my these dudes that I'm buddies with, they go. They hunt hard, and they kill, just killed this moose. And I was like, oh, "You gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> what was that? Two years ago? Yeah, yeah. Our Where was that? Maine, Maine, Northwoods. So we could see Canada, like we could see across the river and everything. But have you, have you, dude? That whole that whole hunt is documented. We we made we make documentaries on our hunts. We post. Oh, them. it's on YouTube. We yeah, that's like kind of. I've never watched it. I need cool. to watch it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Get into that. Yeah, we've got our 2015. I killed an elk in Montana, and I killed a mule deer. Yeah, Dan and Jason each killed mule deer. And, and then antelope. 2016, went to New Mexico and killed antelope. And then 17, we had the big moose hunt. And no, that was the same year. Oh, was it? 16 was both. No, dude, because remember at the end of that documentary, we said normally we'd be going. Yeah, it was a month. Par. You're right. You're totally right. Mm-hmm. So what? what is next? And then moose. And then last year. We did. I drew West River. We drew South Dakota tags. Yeah, that's right. We drew uh, mule deer tags in South Dakota, and we camped out there and filmed that whole thing. We're working on that documentary currently. Did you kill any deer? Yeah, yep. We killed. We both killed. Um, our brother-in-law had a whitetail tag. We saw a really nice ten hammer, and we we chased him for a few days. But he's he's killed some big deer, so like he he didn't fill his tag. He wasn't gonna like shoot a. 120 inch eight point you know what i mean he right. wanted a mature animal or he was going to come home empty and he was he was prepared to do that um before he ever even got there so he yeah. came home empty handed but man we had a hell of a trip man. yeah it was so interesting and just kind of like we had hunted mule deer in the rockies i guess in montana yeah and that was like a super strenuous like climbing hills kind of hunt you know as in south dakota wasn't it's more rolling like like you've been through there so you know it's not exactly super elevated so like the issue there was finding the deer like we couldn't find in montana there were deer everywhere yeah in south dakota we couldn't find them and then when we did find them, we were like well how old is that and then getting to him was difficult because they could see so freaking far yeah mule deer is an experience last year that antelope hunt we is a 19 hour drive from nashville to where we hunt in south dakota we left. We wrote that day. Left after a ride. With Michael Carter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> left that day. Slept, Three o'clock. Yeah, slept in the car on the way. Got there the next day at about twenty four hours because we slept. It was about three o'clock. 
I shot the antelope at 4.30 that afternoon. Holy moly. We, we set up camp, next, everything. Yeah, we left the next morning at 10 a.m. and we're back in Nashville. It was because we slept in 19 degree weather. We started off in the tent and we were like, Mm-mm. You had one tag. Yeah, one, one tag. tag. And you're like, if it's brown, it's down. <laughs> well, it was actually, no, I passed one up. We, yeah. saw, we saw one and I passed uh, it up and I was like, you know, and Dan looked left and there was one buck by himself and sure just enough, he an was old war horse. Dude, he was, tell. Yeah. He had like a brisket. He part of his his yeah. uh pronghorn was was cut off. It was or, awesome, man. Yeah, we, broke off. We were, I was like I looked at him and I was like, dude, and this isn't actually in the film because I was just telling him. I said, You see that old buck out there? And he was like, Yeah, I was like, We could probably kill that. Because the way it, the the land lay, they had just like cut a bunch of hay. So there was hay bales all through this field between us and him. And I knew we could just kind of position him to where we could slip through those hay bales again. Because he wasn't spooked. And he was by himself. And a lot of times those antelope will have a bunch of... Uh, yeah, they're skittish. Like antelope with them. You know, it's rare that they're by themselves. So this one was by himself. And we were like, dude, we can... I'm pretty sure we can make a move on that. And within 30 minutes, we were bared down, checking him out, and retook him. It was awesome. It was an awesome hunt. Yeah, it was great. We got some stuff lined up this year. Um, Dan... We got some stuff we can't really talk about yet, just for some other purposes. Because it's illegal, <laughs> right? Yeah, but it's black market. There's a wrench in the system this year. Is you're killing orca whales? That's no, cool. No. What's an orca hunt? <laughs> I got a baby coming, man. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, man. I knew that actually. Did you? I think so. I think I saw that. Awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited. It just it, we we got we just took we just got points this year in Colorado, Wyoming, and all that. But nice. we'll be white hunting. Yeah, we got some we got some really nice deer to hunt this year. So, Good. so you guys be, hunt Columbia, right? Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. A little bit down there, we place a little bit south of of Columbia and then West Tennessee we got a spot and then we kinda both have spots around our houses that we hunt. Nice. We don't so have a we lot have some we don't have a lot of acreage around our house, but it's just uh it's enough. Fifteen I got like fifteen acres and Reed's got twenty. You know, we just try to That's enough. Yeah, it's enough. For sure. It's enough. Probably kill one good deer a year off that if you yeah. get lucky. That's what we're trying to do this year. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> may do it this weekend, actually. Velvet season? Yeah, yeah three-day velvet season, Tennessee. I know, I was bummed. I'm going to be gone. Where are you playing? West Virginia, and then I got a radio show in St. Louis. That's one thing that when you're a songwriter, you don't realize how much uh, being, like, when you're uh, the artist, when it's your name, how much non-music work goes into this. Really? There's like 90% of your work is not music related. Even your live show doesn't feel like creative. It's like because you do the same thing every night. Hmm. It's a it's a high. Sure. But it's not super creative. Wow. So Because it's so consistent? Just because you've already done the creative part. Yeah. The like, creative uh, part is making it. Right. Yeah. So like when you're a writer, you're 100% creative, you know, good or bad. Wow. No matter what, every day. When you're an artist, it's like... <laughs> You are not. It's like, wow. It's the op. It's sort of like you, you. It's and that's been harder for me. To like, well, like right now, I'm kind of in a in a in a tough spot, writing wise. But I think, you know, it just I've always like been a streak writer. So I like hmm. like I'll write every I I'd write every day for a month and for one week I'd crush it. But then I'd have to wait three more weeks to like get back on. Really, for whatever reason. So whatever it's. But you know, anyway. Yeah, that's cool, man. I will not be at Velvet season because I have to go do that. Yeah, I feel like I am a street rider, but it's like I think mine are longer. 
You know what I mean? Like, I'll be out for like three months just being like, dude, I cannot get a good song. I, it seems sure. like long, ex- yeah. longer extensions of time. Yeah, for sure. I, I, there's there's weeks, like you say, that you feel like, you're like, dude, I can't not write a good song. You know, and it feels great. Yeah. And, and you've got ideas and every, you're inspired. I'm going to be brilliant forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the next, you like Monday rolls around or, gosh, yeah. it feels like you don't, you're going to lose your deal. <laughs> yeah. No joke. So how'd you get into hunting? I had a buddy in college named Sam who had a huge farm in Alabama, and one day he's like, "Hey, do you want to come? You want to come deer hunting with me?" And I was like, "Will I see any deer?" Because in Michigan it was like everybody hunted, but it'd be like you sit there in the cold and you wouldn't see anything. (laughs) That's like what I had heard growing up. Yeah, my dad, my family didn't hunt. Like we grew up like playing baseball and like water skiing, and that was like what we did and play like, and so. I had a buddy in college, as like nineteen or twenty, nineteen years old, and he's like, "Hey, come, come to my farm." I'm like, "Okay." I was like, "Will I see deer?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, you'll see deer." And he has a massive place in Alabama, and he took me down there, and I just immediately was like, "This is awesome!" Yeah. And I killed a little coal buck, and it, like, it's like cow horn on one side, and yeah. eight point like four on the other. Oh, so wow. it would have been like a Decent, like, three-and-a-half-year-old eight-point. Sure. Like, nice first deer. Absolutely. Um, but I just, I remember being like, I am in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, a thousand percent. And I have been ever since, man. It's been cool. I've hunted in, you know, you know Tennessee, yeah. Alabama, Mississippi. Like, there's, it's a, I just, and now I'm, like, starting to, like, figure out how to do it here. Yeah. More yeah. and, um, but, yeah, man, I just have, like, ever since, like I was 19 years old of just like, it's been something that's really important to me and something I've fallen in love with. And I don't think a ton of people come into it if they didn't grow up with it. I agree. I, I'd venture to say you, might, about this you might be our first yeah, I'm not, person to have on here that wasn't introduced to it by their parents. Yeah. You know? So I, yeah. And I have just so many friends now who through Sam that I, I am hunting buddies with. Cool. And it's been cool to like, you know, I have like buddies from high school, buddies from college, and then I have like my hunting and fishing buddies. Correct. And it's been just such a I, I can't really imagine my life without you know that as a hobby and that those people as my friends and um I get to you know it's just cool like get to I don't know have that yeah I, I've I've been really blessed to have people let me hunt their land and um now I'm like trying to figure out how to like have my own place here in, sure. in Nashville and. Um, yeah, man. So it's, that's, it's just been, I don't know. I've killed a handful of really nice deer and have a hand, couple mounts at the so house. And what's gonna... your most memorable deer hunt you think you've been on? Um, I killed, I don't know. I, I think I, I killed one weekend down in Alabama on a couple of farms. Like I, I, my first two, like bow kills, just does. Cause I just remember like how. It's just not natural. Like, it's so weird to learn how to bow hunt. <laughs> Dude, absolutely. So, like, so when you're a 20, 21-year-old kid, you're like, I think I want to learn how to bow hunt. Yeah. And yeah, the same exact way. You're like, okay. How do I... Like, even drawing... <laughs> I remember the first time I drew back on a deer and it didn't see me. I missed a bunch. And then I just remember one weekend, I, I killed two does in one weekend in Alabama. One, I just felt like, okay, I did it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That's it's me. a feat. Yeah. I've, I killed it. And then I killed a deer with my, a, a buck with my bow in Tennessee. It was really amazing. And I've um, still yet to do that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know that. I've, I hadn't killed a buck yet with a bow. It's yeah. I, I've only done it once. Gotcha. I, yeah, me too. It's actually, that's the deer that's hanging in Aaron S. Ice's Dude, that's awesome. oh, office. Yeah. If you ever, if you ever go over there, mm-hmm. it's, I tagged you in that last time I was there. Yeah, yeah. That's my that's bow awesome. kill with with Good a bow. For you, man. Uh, and then uh, I killed at that farm, that Sam Sam's farm, uh, in in Alabama. I killed like a a really nice. Uh, it's like a hundred. It's like a one. I think it's like a one thirty. Yeah. Maybe a little bigger. That's, uh, no, that's a strong deer thir- for thir- Thirteen point. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a pretty cool deer, and uh, killed some other deer uh, also that I'm really proud of, and um. I don't know, man. I just, I love the food part of it. I love, you know, I'm not like a massive gun guy. Yeah. I'm actually more, more liberal than most hunters. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know why, I don't know why that is. I, I, I just, that's just the, the way that I lean now. Yeah. Um, but I have, you know, rifles and shotguns and 22 and I'm not, I don't have any handguns, but I just, the whole culture of it, I love bow hunting. I love, I don't know. I've always, you know, gotten along with, I'm a bit of a chameleon. I've gotten along. I can. I have friends who are massively conservative, and yeah. so many friends we that are too. we're the same. We're massively liberal, and yep. and you know, uh, but hunting, I think, is just so it just transcends all of that to me, and it's just it's such a, an amazing way to like feel connected to land, feel connected to yourself and to your family, and um, this dude get my heart over here, man, preaching. I just I I love. The butchering of deer, yeah, like it makes you like more conscious of all of your food. Absolutely, yep. I love like the taxidermy part of it. I think is amazing. I love I just yeah, it's just all of it's so fun. And I'm a collector of yeah. things. Yeah. Like I didn't realize that until like last year, where I'm like I like when I find like something, I like to like dive into it and like like I I used to like hoard books. Yeah, which is the lamest thing. <laughs> To say out loud, I think, and then like now I'm into like sp- like I love jerseys of like sports people that I love, yeah, because I'm a huge sports dude. And then like also like you just think about like like that's kind of what uh, hunting is, and sure. like the taxidermy part of it. But it's more like you're collecting experiences, absolutely. And so like when you guys, I'm just jealous of you guys being like, oh, I went to like South Dakota. I went on a, you know, one of my favorite hunts I ever did. This dude spent like he just told the most amazing like adventure story. No, I on seriously here. like that, I'm jealous of all that. I I I I've never done like a long, a long like a a a, a long distance, like, yeah. Drive to South Dakota state, and like, you know, kill a an antelope and then like drive home and like have all of that. Yeah, man. That's, that's the vacation. Like the drive's always the best part for me on stuff like that. But one yeah, time man. I we did a pheasant hunt. I did a pheasant hunt with Rivers Rutherford once. Oh yeah, That's in cool. western in western Kansas, it was amazing. We killed a bunch of wild birds. It's awesome. Um, we took a tour bus there. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was awesome. Heck, it yeah. was like seven degrees, and it was it was, it was so fun, man. Yeah, uh, awesome. Good people out there. Um, I was like, I'm gonna. I killed a, my first feather. I just remember the rise. It was like eight yards in front of me, and just like I remember killing it. And yeah. they're like, I'm gonna mount this beautiful bird. And they're like, You buy that at Cabela's. <laughs> Did you mount it? No, because uh, they wouldn't let me. They're like, you're not taking that thing home on the bus. And these guys had killed tons and tons of birds. Like, okay. But I took the feathers. Still yeah. have them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. It was, I, that was a cool hunt. Absolutely. I was hunted quail, killed turkeys. What have I? What's you know, your favorite game to eat? Just deer. 
Really? Yeah. How do you like it prepared? Do you fry it? Um, I do love like getting like the cube steak oh, yeah. and then like dredging it and frying it. I do too, man. It's hard with to molasses. This. And then I love obviously like the backstrap stuff is fun. Yep. If you do it right, and then yeah. But I got a buddy that I'm gonna try to do like some like venison uh, prosciutto with this mm-hmm. year. We're taking the hams off of a dough, and we're gonna like cure it for a year. I guess his name is Jake Clatters. Joey Hyde's best friend from high school. He's a Shout chef. Out. Gotcha. And he's like, he wants to start getting into like some weird charcuterie. That's so awesome. We're gonna cure some venison hide. So cool. So we'll see how that. Goes. I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah, Dude. please do. But uh, so let me ask you this: like. When I think when I think back about my hunting and coming up with it, and Dan Dan is in every one of those memories. Sure. And you have a brother, and and yeah. So did you did you grow up or like when you started hunting? Did you hunt alone a lot, or did you did you hunt with friends or? Um. How did you fall? Like I know how you fell in love with, with by your buddy, but like after he showed you, did you kind of just like just go on friends, your own? man? Really? Yeah. And um. Yeah. That's super some interesting. Some other people to me. were really special to me, but um, yeah, that that that's a really and like my brother has he hasn't really gotten into it, but he's gone yeah here and yeah. there, and he's killed a couple of deer and that's awesome. Man, that's just yeah, the people part of it, man, is really special. And, and there's sure. a lot of people that I think of now that have helped me, or just you know I have that I've have had that connection with, and very very special special people and and that's the best part it always is and and like the community of it for sure yeah so that's that's one thing that i you know have not quite had in tennessee that i'm kind of working on right now is like or just trying to like find places where i can go have that you know yeah with other people and 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 have like some place where i can go (laughs) go you know in the more like not make a whole weekend of it because i don't have a lot of weekends anymore touring is hard on the on that but uh you know that is something I don't. I, I just the the older I get, the more valuable that time becomes, and it's yeah, not even about no, killing deer anymore. Absolutely. It's about just Amen. getting to go down and hang out with your buddies and see them, and yeah, you know, obviously okay. like text threads where you yeah just show like so so and so killed this, and mm-hmm. that's cool. I got a buddy in Africa right now, which I'll never do, but yeah, he killed some animals. I have no idea what they even are. He's like. <laughs> Sending photos, that's, that's cool. You know what I mean. So like, that, yeah, it's better to start firing up too because yeah. it's getting it's getting time. And there's velvet season, and then there's yeah, bow season. Bow season starts yeah. third weekend of September. Yeah, man, it's amazing how many people are ate up with it though. Like, especially doing what we do for yeah, sure. It's a lot. It's everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, everybody's got 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 some t- sort of, of of passion for it, of love for it. Yeah. Did you ever get into ducks? I yeah, I've I've duck hunted quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. That is such a process, and it's so expensive that I'm just right. like, I'll, I'll go when I go. Yeah. My brother, my brother's in-laws. So yeah, the Kirks are massive duck hunters. That's right. Selmer, all those West. They're always trying guys. to get me to, you know, whatever, go over there. Yeah, we went for the first time, really the first time a few years ago. And then they're always complaining about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's too hot. Everybody's complaining ducks about duck here. season. Nah, no ducks. There's no ducks. Dude, no, I heard that fun. all year this year, man. Yeah. We just like we didn't grow up doing it, so we don't know just a whole whole lot about it. We it's just, a process man. for sure. Talk about gear. Talk about land. Yeah, you think it's hard to get a deer lease? Yeah, yeah. duck no, lease no. is like serious cash. Yeah, serious cash. Especially, I mean, if you're on the flyway and there's only you know the one 
flyway. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So all of it's taken up pretty much already. So if you're going to try to get on it, man, you got to you got pony up. Pony up. <laughs> so well, hopefully we can help you out find a place to hunt around here. Hey, man, I, I'm 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 taken care of. I just I'm really excited to get to know more people that do it. Yeah, for sure. You grill a lot. Yeah. What do you? I have. I the egg is that changes your world, man. No doubt. Yeah, he's on the egg game. I got a Traeger, which I love. People love the Traeger. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of people. I had somebody the other day tell me to get a Traeger. He's like, oh, Jake has both. Jake Owen loves the Traeger. Yeah. Just like you know. Yeah. Push a button. Yeah, it's pretty quick, man. I I love it, dude. And I've never really been a guy that like checked the temperature of meat, but now smoking it like that, I check it all. This you know you can cook it exactly where you want it. Yeah, yeah. We got my we got my dad dad an egg for Father's Day or Christmas a couple years ago, and I love cooking on that thing. That yeah, me too. I lo- it, it, just getting it that hot. Yeah, yeah. Cook how- that. Cold or you yeah, know, that yeah. Not hot. It's, Let it's it awesome. Yeah, and smoke it. Some of the smoke best ribs I've ever had. All right, though the best came off of Dan's Traeger, but okay. second one I had was came off the egg. Yeah, maybe I should get both. <laughs> yeah, get another one. So, but there's this thing though, and it works amazing with venison, tenderloin, backstrap, whatever you want. It's from Montgomery, Alabama. Okay. Have you guys ever had their charcoal rub? No. It's it looks like dirt. They call it dirt. It's I've never even heard of this. Salt. It's a charcoal rub. You get it's pepper tree steak seasoning or Dirk's dirt. I'll bring you some. Dude, it is. Yeah. It is my favorite. How do you red use meat it? seasoning of Dude, all time? I gotta get on this. Can we? Is it on Amazon or anything? Uh, I'll, free, I'll go buy some of that. Tonight. I don't know. One sec. Maybe I. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey. Uh, it's it's amazing though. It's it's salty. It's black, so like you cover like a ribeye or like a yeah. backstrap. I've seen some of those before. Yeah, dude, I I would love that because I like a uh, what's it called <sighs> Pittsburgh sear. Like that's kind of how I eat okay. my stuff. It's like black on the outside. Hey, man. hey, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> hey, what what do you? This is Clay McKinnis, city Clay? councilor, in Montgomery, Alabama, what's District up? Seven. What's up, dude? Yes. Uh, hey, Pepper Tree yes. or Dirk's Dirt. What what do you call that? It's just called pepper tree seasoning. And it's like seasoning. it's like charcoal seasoning, correct, or something well, like that? Steak seasoning? Uh, I just got home on a bottle. <laughs> it's just called. It just says steaks and wine. It doesn't even have a label on it. It's gotcha. Just dirt. It's just dirt. That's, that's what best, I said. That's how you know it's good. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. It's called, I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. Can you get it on uh, the internet? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, you can't. That's what I love about a small town, it's man. It's called Pepper Tree. It's called Pepper Tree Steak and Wines, Montgomery, yeah. Alabama. Yeah, Montgomery, yeah, Alabama. Driving, driving business to it. Yeah. hilarious. Yeah, we're driving <laughs> business to Pepper Tree or Dirk's Dirt. <laughs> Not, yeah, or Dirk's Dirt. Dirk's Dirt, same but, thing. Same thing. He said it was the best season he's ever had on red meat, it, dude. It's I gotta, true. I got to try that. Hey, you got to you gotta get your grill up to like 700 degrees, okay. all right? Egg. And then you got to flip the the steaks in the dirt and then you do a rough sear for like two and a half three minutes on either side all right and just let it let it you know so like a pittsburgh sear kind of thing there you go sure oh yeah yeah char on the outside montgomery sear style style. yeah that's awesome hey thank you i got it bring me some more bring us some (laughs) more All right, that's Clay McKinnis, City Councilman, <laughs> District Clay. Seven, Montgomery, Alabama. Clay. 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 Clay
That's a moment. Oh, that's awesome. I'm uh, so glad that was recorded. Yeah. So it, that's my favorite way to do backstrap is you just roll it in this dirt. Really? Yeah. And God, then I'm, sear I'm, it. I'll bring you some. I'm out, but I'll bring you some, we've got to get some more. I'll bring I'm you all some. about trying new stuff, too. And then the next time you'll be on with so-and-so and you'll be like, and Ryan Hurd told us to try this shit and it's delicious. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And then we get sponsored. And everybody down yeah. there loves Dales. That's the thing. That's a southern thing. Yeah. yeah see, we, is. I am ruined on Dales. I'm it's, ruined. My dad if, cooked in it so much that I'm just like. You can't do it anymore? I love you, daddy. I love, I love you, daddy. But, and every now and then I can, but, but it's so, not my favorite. The thing about Dales is it's so salty. Yeah, it's so salty. And if you like Dales, you'll love this rub. Gosh. It's, see, I'm into Angelo's right now. Have you ever tried the Angelo's dry rub? I don't know. It's from Destin. It's money. Uh, yeah. And you good. can get it online. I don't know yeah. Sure. I'm pretty right. sure you can get Pepper Tree or Dirk's online. Yeah. So I've seen something like that where it, it is literally black. Yeah. And, and it looks like, you're like, what are they doing? It looks like they're ruining the steak. No. It's just a super heavy pepper, right? No, it's like ground, like charcoal and salt and spices. It's crazy. Man. I, awesome. I want some of that, man. I'll bring you some. Did you sear it first or just straight to the grill? Uh, you know, you season it. And then sear it. Gotcha. Yeah. Favorite movie? Favorite movie? Yeah. I don't know. Mighty Ducks. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You're a big hockey fan. Yeah, big hockey fan. What jerseys do you have? I heard you earlier say, like, you I got, got what, you, what are you into right now? I just got, the same day, a Chipper Jones and a Chris Bryant, both signed. Come Dang. on. On the, yeah, I got, yeah, crazy story. But, uh. So tell it. <laughs> I went to the. Sorry, I keep saying that a lot. I just no, like, yeah, it was crazy. You're our kind of di- like we're usually the ones that have to tell the stories, but you have so many of them dude, that I'm, I'm just I'm just letting you talk. I am man. a huge sports dude, and I'm from Chicago, and I'm a Braves fan. But I also White Sox or Chicago dude. I kind of when I was a kid was a Sox fan, then but also like we would go to Cubs games because Wrigley's the coolest sporting venue in the entire world for sure. Been there. It's so awesome. then like. I went to better than Fenway. You think I've never been to Fenway? Oh, it's awesome. It's but great. I I hear people say that they're one and they're the sim like the same. Yeah, gotcha. as far as the experience. I've like, never been to Chicago. The Cubs game. It's awesome. Uh, and I I went. I was on the FGL tour, but they did not book me for the stadium events because the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> it was like <laughs> Ryan, Chris Lane, Nelly, and FGL. But then they're like, Hey, do we want Ryan to play Wrigley or the Backstreet Boys? <laughs> Uh, and I was totally fine with ceding my stage time to them. Yeah, but they. That's so I, but I was like, "Hey, can I just come?" And they were totally cool with it. And I went oh, and hung out no. with Brian O'Connell, and he is such a massive Cubs fan because he's from there. Yeah, and then he's booking the show, so people treat like he's a big deal up there. Right, like, treat him really well, and so he's like, "Hey, do you want a tour?" And I was like, "Yeah, I want a tour." <laughs> so he like calls this guy named Jason McLeod. And he's like, "Hey, I got a buddy here." Massive sports fan from Chicago. Can we get a, like? Can you take us through the clubhouse? So he takes us through the clubhouse or whatever. Gosh! And I get to hit in the cage under the stadium. And for whatever reason, this dude took a liking to me, and we're still friends, like very good buddies still. But he's like, "Do you want to hit on the field?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" So I came back later in the year in September, and I got to hit BP like in between the Cubs and the Brewers on the field. My dad was there. Shagging balls in center field on in Wrigley. Dang. I love that. And then um, having the time of his life. I oh, bet dude. he was I'm, chucking balls I'm, up I'm, to like all the. <laughs> you like, hey man, the guy. He's, he's like, like, oh, me a ball. He's like, yeah, here you go. 
He's throwing baseballs up to these fans, and they're getting them. Like, who's that? So your dad loves baseball. He just loves us, man. He, he. I don't think he keeps up with it anymore. But he grew. Like, that's what he grew up doing. Was like coaching us and yeah, uh, throwing awesome. games. But very similar. So then, yeah. yeah, very similar. Very similar. I got to throw out the first pitch that day too, which was really cool. And then they called me again because my they play my song on the radio there a ton. I'm a like that's our biggest market for I think both me and Marin is is Chicago. By the way, do you want to play? You can totally play a song if you want to. I do not. Okay, great. prefer not to if that's Perfect. okay. No, Randy didn't play. I mean, we just kind of no, throw it out there. No, you got to play. Uh, why don't you guys play? <laughs> no, because we're terrible. <laughs> I don't know how to. Uh, I, man, I wish I could use that excuse. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, just I don't know that one. Forgot. He played. Can you play two a T? I don't know that one. <laughs> yeah, what's that? You played Michigan. I don't know that one. What? All right. So then they are like, "Hey, will you come back and throw the first pitch?" And I was like, "I would absolutely love to. Please, just of course I'll do it." But hey, if I if there's ever an opportunity someday, I would love to sing the seventh inning stretch. And no like, way. So dude. so then they're like, "Oh, you can totally do it." So I got to go back yeah, and man. throw out the first pitch and sing the stretch, which I've never been more. I froze. I was standing <laughs> up there in the box where Harry Carey did it, and they're like. They point at you and they're like, go. And I just froze. <laughs> and there's a script, right? If you do it right, there's a script. Oh. But Harry did. But it's not like you read it. Oh, they don't have it sitting there for you. You got you to gotta remember. Yeah, it. and I, in this moment right now, I can't even remember what you're supposed to say. Because oh, it's like, God. I'm thinking about like staring out at 30,000 people. Who I, just like, got, I started sweating right so there. So, but that. I just said say Take the say the, the but there's a script but there's before a script that for the oh, to do it right. Yeah. So you go I just said say the word Chicago. So I said, Hey Chicago. And then I like was like, okay. It's like, let me hear you. A one, a two, a three, take. Oh, me out to the ball. And then after you're done, you have to say, Let's get some runs. Oh. But anyway, I did it. It was amazing. But So but, you, you did it to a T? <laughs> I did it. I was oh, it was man. pretty good. I had actually one dude stop oh. me and go. Thank you for being respectful. And I was like, I didn't know even know what I was doing. Like, so people take it really seriously. That's awesome. Wow. But the first pitch, they always give you a, like a game jersey with your name on the back. And I called the girl and was like, hey, listen, I, I already got the jersey you gave me last year for doing it. If you don't mind, it'd be really cool if you gave me a Chris Bryant. I'd love a Chris Bryant jersey. Yeah. Because he's like, was the MVP in 2016. Great player. Great player, third base. Great dude. And have you met him? No, but just, he seems like a just, nice dude. Just, I've never met him either. I've heard stories of through buddies, and yeah. just seems like a great guy. So then, I she walked up to me like right before I did, and she's like, "Oh, I didn't forget. Here's this jersey." And I was like, "Oh, cool." And my friend Jason, who's works in the front office, was like, "Hey, do you think you could get Chris to sign this?" No way. He's like, "Yeah, man, one sec." And he like took it down into the clubhouse. That's awesome. Came back like five minutes later, and he's like, "Here you go." Gosh, that's awesome. Uh, so that's how that happened. Yeah. I just this the thing about country music. And what we do is, like, we get to do so much fun stuff because I think we're such an accepting genre, yeah. accepting group of people. I agree. I agree. And everybody who does music wishes they did sports, and everybody who does sports wishes they did music. So there's so much, like, symmetry there. Yep. But, like, I think that like same with awning, too. Like, I've met people who aren't just because they like music, and I think people who... You see so many people who are in hunting. I guess Riley's a good example of that. Yeah, he is. Who start in hunting and come do music, and people who are in music who love to do that. And yeah, there's a huge correlation between baseball, hunting, and country music. Sure, and we sense. got Dude, that's crazy to even think about. We got tons of buddies. We got a, Jake Peavy's one of our yeah very dear friends. His whole family is very dear to heart. And same thing, man. Loved country music and love love great songwriting yeah. and and songs. And 
we fell in love with his family, and he's got a ranch down in Alabama. And, he's also and, got a brother, and they hunted a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, and so. hunt and play baseball yeah. and, and sing country music, man, and yeah. grew up on Waylon and Willie and those cats. And that's cool to hear you say that because a lot of the stories you're even telling, I'm like, dude, this guy – like he knows the extremes that we get to experience on the road or like when they call you and go, Hey man, I don't know what you're doing next weekend, but I've booked you a flight to Boston. You're going to come to the marathon and watch this pitch at 11. And then we're going to hang out, you know, like you're like, and you got to go, all right, dude, just tell me where to be. I'll be there. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Try to share that with your buddies too. When you get an opportunity, of course, like we, we had 30 herds at the, at that Wrigley thing. You know, it's like, Hey, if we're going to do this, we're going to spend money and get everybody up here. Yeah, man. Everybody's gonna do it, and it's just there's. I don't know. We're really lucky to get to do this, and in a business that's mostly disappointing. Yeah, like for everybody, very right. few people. It's it's awesome every day, no doubt. And if it's awesome every day, it means it really sucked for a while before. Yeah, yeah. This is a mostly disappointing job. I agree with that. That we're very lucky to get to do, and and they're, but like we, you lose a lot, and yeah. and so like when you get to do something really really fun, I think that it's imperative that you soak it up and you whether that's deer hunting or that's baseball or that's getting to go to a preds game and sit in a cool seat or you get the opportunity to whatever it is it's like we get to do so much fun stuff because of this job of music and i think that's part of the good part of it is like man you you might go six months really interesting way to look at that you know what i mean like that's so true you might go six months and not write a good song or get a cut or get a hold and you might think, am I any good at this anymore? And and you, the truth is, it just comes in waves, like uh-huh. everything else. Yeah. But like in a business, that's a lot of work, and 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 is disappointing a lot of the time. Like when you get to do something cool, it's fun to take advantage of it, and it's fun to like get some perspective and go like, man, this is we are lucky to get to do this. Yeah, every we day. do it every time. We do it every time. Yeah, you know, we'll bitch about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This man, this happened. This happened. This, this happened. Li- we're living the life, dude. But then, dude, you you find yourselves in somewhere crazy in Montana, looking at the Rockies and going, "Dude, music got us here." Yeah, man. songs got me here. Exactly. I like my ideas. All the you know, time. Cre- be, being a creative and following my heart, and yep. and you know, and and spend, staying up late in college figuring out how to play the guitar. And you know, yep. figuring out how to write songs got you to these yeah. moments. And that's I got, cool. Everything I have in my life is songs. My my job, my wife, <laughs> my friends. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? My best friend Joey Hyde's in there recording a vocal right, right now. now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. my buddies, I, I wasn't Sam Hunter, who I deer hunt with. Yeah. I was in a band with him before I was ever hunting deer with him. Yeah. You know gotcha. what I mean? And it's awesome. Then I that's dude I just called was because he was buddies with Sam and he's the dude with the dirt. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Yeah. And then you Dude, I gotta All get some of that dirt. We got. I'll oh, get you. We'll, we'll get a case. <laughs> Super foundational, man. You know, like yeah. it, it's 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 not. They're not shallow passions. You know, and, right. and I think if you fall in love with one, you're gonna fall in love with it hard. Yeah. You know, and and if you find somebody else that loves it as hard as you do, then yeah. there you go. Well, let's yeah. hunt some deer sometime. Yeah, together. dude, Damn. let's do it. I enjoyed just listening to you talk. Thanks for coming by, man. Thanks for letting me. I love microphones, man. <laughs> Thank you for letting me talk into one. No, man. Dude, we you gotta do, will you come back? I'm still kind of buzzing on that Alaska story, man. Well, I, I think got some more. you got plenty of those. We do, too. Gosh, yeah. that was so cool. That I was, yeah. I felt like I was that, I was so into that story. I was just like... I feel like I need to go back and do that again. Dude, that I know would two, probably I know, help. I, know, I know two dudes that need to go do it for the first time. <laughs> that would so probably help sure a lot that. of this insanity I get rolling around every time I pull up on these streets out here. Oh, no doubt. That would man. help a lot. Yeah, you got to get out. 
step. Dude, thank you. Thank yeah, you. man, you're awesome. Thanks that for coming. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We're out. It all Thanks. came from him. Every letter in my last name, every habit I can't break. Like my tendency to drink in the temperate.